All right, creatures of the night, welcome to Talking Taker, episode 133 of our encyclopedic exploration, digging up the career of the greatest professional wrestling character of all time, The Undertaker. My name is Alex Dorio, and I want to thank you for joining us for yet another round of Dead Man Talking. And I am joined, as always, by my tag team partner, my wrestling buddy, just like Shane McMahon. He goes coast to coast, Mr. Travis White. Travis, it has been a couple of weeks since we last recorded. Uh, we had to backlog a few episodes. And man, I hope our fans out there, I hope the fellow creatures of the night can still relate to us, because in the past two weeks... Man, you've gone Hollywood, and I've gone elite. It's true, exactly. Yeah, you've gone to AEW and joined the elite, and yeah, I went to Hollywood, uh, LA, and uh, grew my Hollywood Hogan beard out right now. So, and then uh, shoot, next week we're going to the Big Apple, <laughs> New York City. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this stuff's made New York City. If any of you, creatures <laughs> of the night, get that reference from the 90s commercial please let us know what we are talking about because i'm not going to spoil it right here oh, i want to see if you man. know we're old dude <laughs> oh, yeah. uh there's there's a show on cbs called seal team it stars david boreanaz oh just, my it was on the angel. tv and uh, yeah that's what i said it's like <laughs> the guy from angel and my wife was like bones and i'm like oh no. i'm i'm old <laughs> yeah i know yeah. as angel <laughs> yeah he's who the heck is bones bones That's, was on for like yeah. 12 years too oh well i missed <laughs> that i just know him as angel <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, um, that's, that's our awesome. other podcast. Uh, <laughs> all about Angel. Every Dig it up, bones. Oh, it's even better. <laughs> you beat me. You got me on that one. But this is Talking Taker, folks. We're talking about every single match in The Undertaker's career, match by match, one pay-per-view match at a time. Can you believe it, man? We've gone through 17 years now. We're cracking open the 18th Golly. year in the Dead Man. It feels like we've been doing this podcast for 18 years. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm 50 now. <laughs> We're diving into 2008 this week on the pod and another Royal Rumble watch along. It's become our tradition on this show. Another big appearance for The Undertaker as he tries to make it two Rumble wins in a row this week. You excited yeah. for this one, buddy? I can't wait, man, because I know the beginning of this match. I know the end of this match, but I do not recall ever seeing the entire Royal Rumble. Um, right. I may have just on the network randomly once it came out, but I can't recall it, honestly. I know how it starts and know how it ends. So it's kind of like my <laughs> like when I, the Harry Potter movies. I saw the first one, I saw the last one, so I'm good. <laughs> I, I know exactly. Need. Yeah, I got the bookends. I'll fill in the rest. Well, I think there'll be some fun moments and some fun characters oh, yeah. in the middle, just like the Harry Potter movies there. Oh, I'm sure it's great. I should go back and watch them eventually. It's like, yeah, whatever. Well, whether it's your first time watching it or whether it's one of your favorite matches, we're excited <laughs> to have you listening along with us. And as we always do with the watch-alongs, we'll give you the cue when to start it up here so you can watch it along with us as we do the commentary for it. But if you're not able to watch it along, if you're just driving along in the car, at the gym, out on a run, whatever you're doing, we will try to make it just as entertaining and fill you in on the action like we always do on here. But before we get there, we want to tell you how we got to that Royal Rumble match. We got a 
some exciting, fun stuff to cover, some debuts, some big news in the world of wrestling uh, in between our last pay-per-view, which was Armageddon 2007, where we last left off with Edge stealing the World Heavyweight Championship away from Batista and a triple threat there with The Undertaker with the help of two very similar-looking young men who had a very similar look to Edge there. So... We take our time travel on Hearst back to December of 2007, December 21st, that is, to find out who the heck these two guys are, two of our fellow podcasters out there. It's true, yeah. They have a major uh, wrestling figure podcast, so yeah, I know you listen to it more than I do, but um, it's really, it is fun to listen to. I wish I could get it in my rotation more often, but I do appreciate when you shout out to me certain things I need to listen to them for, so they're, they're fun, and they're just Dude, they're just a couple fans like we are. That's why I like those guys so much, because they're just fans like us that actually made it in the wrestling business. So <laughs> I love it, you know? Yeah. They actually stuck with it and did did a good job. So I don't maybe I'm just projecting, but I, mean, I always feel like that's basically who, who we could have been if we had ever sure. like stuck yeah. with it. We could have been those guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I relate to them as well. But yeah. Uh, we're gonna find out their new characters here on this episode of SmackDown as Teddy Long, once again, he's having to wheel out Vicky Guerrero. She's got the world title in her lap. And we see a recap of the main event last night. And she brings out her wonderful boyfriend, Edge, uh, looking for all the world like he's just got promoted to manager at the Hot Topic at the mall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very, Sign of the times, man. Oh, very popular look in January of 2008. <sighs> And uh, Teddy officially presents Edge with the World Heavyweight title. And Edge, of course, thanks all his Edge heads out in the world, and two of them in particular. So he brings out these two chumps who have been on SmackDown for the past six months or so, the Major Brothers. And they've just kind of, you know, they, they actually won the tag team titles for like a hot minute, but they haven't really yeah. had much of a character or much of anything. Uh, and Edge says that these guys came to the WWE as the Major Brothers trying to get noticed to get signed to SmackDown, but they saw the greatness of Edge and decided to attach themselves to him. And Edge reveals that they're not really the Major Brothers. <gasps> Shock of all shocks. <laughs> so he hands the mic to young Kurt Hawkins for his first WWE promo and Boy, have him and Ryder come a long way in the past 12 <laughs> years. It's all I can say, man. Well, I love that he's like, let's tell the world who you really are, which again, so they're going to change from their kayfabe name to a new kayfabe name because it's not their real name still. still. I just love name. it. So, yeah. And I don't know what the joke was they were going for, <laughs> what the uh, reference they're going for here was, but Kurt Hawkins says, My name? It's Kurt Hawkins. I enjoy listening to rock and roll music. Long walks on the beach. And sipping a nice mimosa. And I'm Zack Ryder. I like to hike with my family. Cuddle with my girlfriend. That's super. That that guys, that's super. <laughs> what? Are we... This what? is. They probably like to have this back. Oh, <laughs> you you bet. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'd love to hear them talk about this in their podcast. They probably have. I just missed it, but I love to hear them talk about this about night. This. Yeah, it's just bizarre. <laughs> That's what yeah, well, we're supposed to learn about these guys. And yeah, I guess Edge thinks so too because he gets the mic back and says. <laughs> Well, that's just super, guys. <laughs> He's like underwhelmed in real life. It's like, yeah, that's super. Whatever they were going for just died right there. It's incredible. They still have jobs 12 years later. Yeah. As you, of course, says there's one person he truly needs to thank, and he gets down on his knees and thanks Vicky for supporting him through all of his rehab and therapy. And then he throws to the video screen, and there's this great montage of yes. him out romancing Vicky, walking in the park, having a picnic, out on a date, making out in the park, carving their names into a tree. <laughs> it's oh, so good. It's so heel good. Like, it just makes you hate them even more. I love it. It's so perfect. And then Edge finally thanks the man he's de- going to defend the title against again tonight, Batista. And Edge is like, bro, you did a great job filling in as champion while I was gone, which is a great uh, heel thing no, to yeah. say right there. And uh, promises the fans tonight that the last image they're going to see is him lifting up the world heavyweight title tonight. So that's going to be our main event. One other last thing that we see is JBL bidding farewell to SmackDown as he goes over to Raw to restart his in-ring career over there. So we're not going to deal with him too much more uh, for the near future on our show. And and then uh, the main event, Batista and Edge is the main event, uh, except Vicky gets on the mic and says, actually, this is a championship match, but it's going to be a three-on-one handicap match. So... Yeah, Hoggins and Ryder are getting a real big push into this main event scene, and we're definitely going to see it over the next uh, couple of shows for sure. And like we kind of mentioned on last week's show, this was all sort of their idea. They pitched this idea yeah. to Edge and pitched it to Vince, and it was a great move to to break out of the pack and to do something different because they were just floundering. They had nothing. They had no characters. Um and it was a very wise idea to attach themselves to a guy like Edge. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I guess what's the worst that Vince is going to say? No. Right. You know, like, yeah, so might as well. This is now, this is a couple years past, like, the ruthless aggression, like, mantra and stuff. But it's still, I guess, is this still that era, maybe? I don't know, the tail end of it. I'd say so. Now, I don't really call this the HD era. <laughs> they went to high def now. I don't know what you call this, but. Anyway, it's kind of the tail end of ruthless aggression, but these guys are reaching out and grabbing that brass ring, you know, and making up their own character and say, hey, put me with the main event and we'll see what happens. So kudos to them. And they do a pretty good job kind of holding their own in this match. Uh, they've got a lot of charisma out on the ring, out on the apron. They're, they're really into it here. Batista is getting worked over by all these guys. He makes a big comeback, though, rolls through all these guys and eventually pins Zack Ryder with a spine buster to win the world title. So Zack Ryder's never won the world title, but he, but he got pinned for it here in this match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, of course, Vicky interrupts that celebration to say that Batista can only win the title by pinning Edge. So Batista starts going wild again. He hits a spine buster on Edge. Batista bomb. Uh, on Hawkins, but then uh, Hawkins comes back in with a chair to the knee, and that causes a disqualification. So Hawkins and Ryder hit a double DDT on Batista on that chair, and then Hawkins grabs another chair, and Edge hits a concerto on Batista, 
as Edge tells the crowd Merry Christmas on his way out of the ring. Um, <laughs> again, more great heel stuff. It's so refreshing to have uh, a heel back in the picture after last year and Undertaker and Batista feud just being kind of stale. And speaking of the Undertaker, man, I guess he had to get home early to decorate the Christmas tree because uh, he is out on PTO tonight man, and misses this week's show. <laughs> Deck the halls, man. Absolutely. So love it. I wonder what his uh, tree looked like over in Death Valley. So, well, maybe we'll, maybe we'll put one on Instagram one day. Yeah, I mean he's got he's, lots of Christmas ornaments. I've got two of them. Yeah, different ones on my tree. Yeah. Well, the next week of SmackDown, I'll just want to touch on real quick before I get into the real one. But um, so the next week of SmackDown is called the greatest. It's December twenty eighth, and it's just a recap episode of the year. It's the greatest matches of 07, but. And just highlights of different things. But the top five matches, according to fans who voted on WWE.com, number five is Money in the Bank from WrestleMania 23. Number four is Orton versus Triple H at No Mercy, which is actually their second Orton versus Triple H at No Mercy. Like they had two matches that night. Um, number three is Cena versus Raw from Run, from Raw. Excuse me, Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Still jet lagged from uh, from Raw <laughs> in London. That was on my birthday, and I think that was number one match of the year. Oh, but anyway, yeah. number number two is came out of nowhere. It's traditional Survivor Series match from Survivor Series, which I don't understand how that made the top five at all. But number one is Batista versus Taker from WrestleMania 23. So awesome to see Batista and Taker get in that top spot. Absolutely. Especially as we talk about them getting shafted at the beginning of the year with the, of the main event spot. So really cool to see them get voted in there as number one match of the of the year. So I don't necessarily agree. I think it was Cena versus uh Shawn Michaels, but um, you know, it's still probably my number two match of the year, maybe I can recall. So yeah, pretty well, good. But the real, you know, we're gonna kick into two thousand and eight here, January fourth, two thousand eight, and uh, Teddy Long is gonna open up the new year, wheeling Vicky out in her wheelchair for a promo, and she says that if Batista or the Undertaker so much as lay a finger on Edge, they will not get uh, a world title shot. Their chances will go up in smoke. So. She says she's been consulting with her lover, and in the spirit of competition, there was going to be a new beat-the-clock challenge here on the first SmackDown of 2008. So I was excited for this. However, I really liked the first one where they ran it through a couple of episodes. You know, like they ran it through, it kind of told a story over the month or whatever. This one's going to tell a story over a night, which is still cool. It's still a thread throughout the whole night, but I do like it when they uh, make it drag on a little bit longer. But... Uh, tonight's winner is going to get Edge at Royal Rumble. So she says we're going to be seeing Finley and Ray and Batista and Undertaker in this series, but those are the only four she mentioned. So you can pretty much tell that <laughs> no, the other four people that are in it don't matter. So right. she also welcomes our new commentator for SmackDown, which totally I forgot that he did this. It is Jonathan Coachman. I totally blanked out on the fact that he called SmackDown for a while here. Yeah, so. I, th- I think it's pretty short lived. Yeah, it I is. I don't remember. 100%. Yeah. So, uh, Finley beats MVP in 9 minutes and 46 seconds after a shillelagh shot. That's to beat the clock match. Uh, so, that's the time to beat. Um, just a little – to plant a seed of kind of where we're headed with long-term storytelling with Edge is Chavo was berating Vicky backstage, saying that her love affair with Edge is tearing the Guerrero family apart. And that kind of plants the seeds for where – this edge storyline is going and we're going to see chavo factor into that later on and we'll see him become closer to edge so anyway the next beat the clock match is chavo defeating funaki in six minutes and two seconds so um yeah i know 
So Finley's out, dude. Unfortunately, could see <laughs> Finley and Edge. Can you imagine that Finley and Edge at Royal Rumble? Why not? You know, it's Royal Rumble. I wanted the, to see Funaki and Edge at Royal Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> we already saw it a few weeks ago. It was That's awesome. Right, yeah. So, but like seriously, we talked on this podcast before about how Royal Rumble sometimes they'll just throw in a random world title match, like Brock Lesnar versus Hardcore Holly or whatever it is. Like it'll just be kind of a random match because the Rumble itself sells the show. So I wouldn't have minded if they would have thrown in Finley here just because. Try yeah. something else, you know, like. No one's buying this pay-per-view for the world title match anyway. I'm sorry. Like, they're not. So, But anyway, back to the show. Uh, beat the clock. Um, we uh, see Batista take on Hawkins and Ryder in a handicap match, and he fails to beat it the time as the Ryder holds Hawkins' leg down So he, when Batista's going for a Batista bomb, so he can't get it off. So now Undertaker is in to beat the clock, and he has to beat six minutes and two seconds against his opponent, and his opponent is announced as Matt Stryker, which I was excited for. But <laughs> Stryker comes out in referee gear, uh-huh. so he's uh, you know he's the the manager for Big Daddy V, and is kind of loosely uh, aligned with Mark Henry. We talked about them last week about how that tag team would be awesome. <laughs> Love to see them. Um, and uh, Stryker says that Vicky named him special referee, and his opponent is actually Mark Henry. Um, and so we see highlights from three weeks ago where, you know, they beat him up and did the, the, um, the double, uh, uh, shoot, what's it double called? Torture, torture rack, rack on it. Yeah, yeah. Double torture rack on him. So anyway, but, um, Taker hits a choke slam at about 15 seconds and covers Mark Henry and Matt Striker counts one, two, but doesn't put his hand down for three and time expires. I'm sorry, 15 seconds left in the match, uh, for time to expire. And Matt Stryker won't won't count, and so the time expires at six oh two, and so Taker has not beat the clock. So, Dang, but uh, Stryker yeah. screw job. Exactly, we saw referee screw job this past week on Raw, and so here's another one back back then. So, um, Stryker basically stole the Undertaker's chance to get Edge, uh, and so Taker's angry, and he takes it out on Mark Henry like he's been doing for the last year, and just slams him <laughs> and leg drops him. So. Then, but you know, we've seen Taker beat Mark Henry like in just two, three, four minute matches in the last few months. So, like, I don't know why it took him six minutes here to like not beat him. So, That's exactly what I thought when Stryker said Mark yeah. Henry's coming out. It's like, great. Taker yeah. Beats him all the time. Less <laughs> so than six me. minutes. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Exactly. He'll beat him twice in six minutes. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, then we get Lena Yada. Who? Uh, uh, Lena Yada. God bless you. Lena Yada no Vida. Yeah, I don't know who this is, this woman. So another nameless, faceless, well, another faceless, you know, named person, but she interviews Matt Stryker backstage and says that he says that Taker threatened to put his hands on him, and if he does it again, that he and Big Daddy V are going to beat him into oblivion. So, you know, uh, Big Daddy V comes on there and gives us the old, you know, Vader time uh, symbol with his hand. So the last beat the clock match is Rey Mysterio versus his opponent, who actually winds up being the world heavyweight champion himself, Edge. And Michael Cole cannot believe this. And I was like, this is a cool like yeah. idea. Yeah. So basically, Edge does what you should do in this match. He stalls. He just runs out of the ring. He's like, I'm just going to make time expire so that I want to face, you know, he'll lose. But anyway, it winds up... Um, He's a, again, he's just, just a genius heel move, but towards the end of the match, the time expiring, Batista runs down about halfway through the match, and 
takes out Hawkins and Ryder, which takes them out of the equation, so they can't interfere here. And with just over two minutes remaining, we hear the uh, Undertaker's uh, gong go off, and uh, see Taker at the top of the ramp, and he raises his arms, and the lights go out. And then when they come back up, he's disappeared. So Taker is gone, but um, Edge is lying over the middle rope, like he, like in a 619 position. So, again, he was threatened not to lay his hands on Edge, but we assume that's what happened when lights ah, went out. Yep. So yeah, that's what's that's what the story here. But you can because you didn't see it, he can't be you know he can't lose his title opportunity. So Ray hits the six one nine, drops the dime, and pins Edge with a minute twenty nine left. So it wasn't even like cutting it close. He beats him in like four and a half minutes. So um, so Ray's gonna challenge um, Edge for Royal Rumble. So and I just man, I I, I love this episode of SmackDown with the storytelling. Again, I mentioned. I like how they had beat the clock over a few weeks, but this night in particular, it just it really told a great story. I really dug it. So I agree with you, man. Like like I kind of said last week, attitude era stuff. That's what this. Yeah, it really like is. With the third it's real fast. The whole show yeah. all the different twists, like making mm-hmm. it a handicap match and then having mm-hmm. himself compete in there. Yeah, the screw job in there. It felt like one of those just classic. Yeah, it felt like Russo's. Yep, so. yep, exactly. Well, uh, it continues to be fun. We head to SmackDown January 11th, 2008. Uh, We get information from WWE.com that Undertaker and Batista, now that they're out of the running for the world title shot at the Royal Rumble, they have entered into the Royal Rumble match itself officially. Do you think there's like a sign-up backstage, like when you're in like drama class and you sign up for what part you want and stuff in high school? Like, is there a sign-up for the Royal Rumble? And do all the big stars just get to it first? Because like... I don't know, like, it's never, it's never been officially explained. Like, some people just enter themselves. Some people just are surprised entering. Like, how do you get into the Royal Rumble That's a in great kayfabe? Question. Like, you know, I'd like to see the rules laid out for all of us, you know, fans to see. So, I'm totally I, kidding, by the way. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, it, it absolutely matters. I think <laughs> it should. I think it Undertaker should. carries a big thing of whiteout with him at all times. So, <laughs> all right, I'm not in beat the clock. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for Naki, you're out of Royal Rumble yeah, now. Exactly. <laughs> or he just Sorry, like Teddy. Jamie Noble. Teddy, yeah. Well, my favorite true. superstar. Yeah. He slides into Teddy's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> you up? Yeah. Exactly. Holla, holla, holla. Undertaker must have slid in there and asked for a handicap match against Mark Henry and Matt Stryker tonight. Uh, and this was pretty fun, man. Striker, he yeah. doesn't even bother to get up on the apron. No. He's just like content being Mark Henry's manager on the outside. And um, unfortunately, he's not wearing his little like white tidy tights, like giving himself yeah. a wedgie with his face on the butt of him. He's just wearing some <laughs> some dress pants. But yeah, uh, he does run in there a few times, and Undertaker swats him away pretty easily. And then uh, Taker gives old school to Henry, tosses him out of the ring. <clears throat> Remember that. And then gives a wildly flailing Matt Stryker a tombstone to win this one pretty easily. Uh, good selling by Stryker while he's up for the tombstone. And then Big Daddy stalks his way out to the ring. Big Daddy Vulcan. <laughs> Big uh, Daddy. And uh, Mark Henry attacks Taker from behind. Him and V double team Taker. But he stands tall. And then Undertaker, he tosses Big Daddy V over the top rope. And then gives Mark Henry a choke slam. So, 
Again, remember that this happened okay. on this episode of SmackDown. <laughs> Undertaker tossed Big Daddy V easily over the top rope as he gained some major momentum heading into the Royal Rumble here. Yeah, like without resistance. Yep. Just tossed him over. Okay, yeah. All right. Well, that's going to bring us to uh, the next week, so SmackDown on January 18th. So I like the way this show opens up. It's got highlights of the final minutes of the last year's Royal Rumble with that mini match between Taker and Sean, and which, you know, had Taker winning, but it's just, I, I liked how they brought that up. Like, you know, this is how it ended last year and bringing that into play. I don't feel, I feel like they don't do that much anymore. They didn't, they don't often recap the last year's Royal Rumble and see what it led to and, and, and say what's going to happen this year. They just kind of, oh, it's Royal Rumble time. Here we go. Yeah. So I like the continuity of, um, of that. So anyway, it's going to, it's going to play into the actual match itself, but, but after that goes off, Taker opens the show. I mean, he makes his entrance immediately, comes to the ring. And Michael Cole's like, well, the Undertaker's the odds-on favorite to win the Royal Rumble here, which means you know he's not going to win it because <laughs> you never say that. But Michael Cole also says this is the most star-studded Rumble of all time. Again, I guess last year's also was. And so was the year before that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so. But um, Taker is getting a great ovation i didn't write down where we were here but man this crowd loves him so and uh he's he, he gets on the mic and says it's not often that i come out here and put a microphone in my hand because on most occasions i just don't have that much to say i don't talk about taking souls. I just do it. But in nine days, I will step into the ring at the Royal Rumble. The same Royal Rumble that I won last year. So why I'm out here is simple. I'm out here to issue a warning to the 29 men who will step into the ring with me. To those 29 men, listen to my words and listen carefully. If you stand before me, you will fall before me. If you enter that ring, you will. Rest in peace. So I liked it, man. I thought short it was really good. Yep. Yeah, not taking the you know Batista uh, playbook. Really short and sweet and to the point. So, but before he can leave, some music that I don't recognize interrupts, and it's Big Daddy V. So <laughs> uh, he and Matt Striker come out, and um, he's the quarter ton Mastodon, which Michael Cole calls him, which I don't think really got over. So, because um, to me, the okay, if you're going to do the V symbol and call yourself the Mastodon, you're Thank just you. ripping off Vader. Thank you. Vader's yes. the Mastodon. He I'm, literally mm. wore the helmet mm. <laughs> of a Mastodon with the smoke coming out of it. Like, that you can't call yourself a Mastodon and do the V and then not call yourself Vader. Just call yourself Big Daddy Vader. You know, like, seriously. Uh, <laughs> Thank Darth you. Darth Vader. That bugged the crap out of me, too. <laughs> yeah, it's stupid. It's like so much gimmick infringement. It's ridiculous. So, and I, li- I, I hate to say this, but I like Big Daddy V, like in this character. I liked this part and him and Mark Kearney together. But anyway, 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 uh, <laughs> that's a little Finley in me. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> Stryker says that one song in you. A little, <laughs> a little Finley. Finley. <laughs> that's little McMahon. Oh, but um, me. yeah, at this point in his career. But uh, my Stryker says that the big difference between last year's Royal Rumble and this one is that Big Daddy V wasn't in last year, so. There you go, pal. That's the difference. So, yeah. 
But uh, Matt Swagger says, With all of your ethereal powers, your ability to move heaven and hell, let me ask you something, Undertaker. How do you plan to move this man over the top rope and onto the floor? And I just raised my hand because I have an answer, and you just told us about it. Because if you just go back and roll that beautiful bean footage from last week, he literally did that. He <laughs> threw him over the top rope onto the floor. And I just was like, come, come on, on people. Like, that is so stupid. Like, he literally did that. So it's not that hard. But anyway, Striker says something that nobody believed, and it's that Big Daddy V will go on to main event WrestleMania 24. So... <laughs> He was getting a good push here, but it was more of an ECW push. And you know yeah. ECW was like the redhead stepchild. So I don't even think he's on the WrestleMania 24 card unless he's in that ECW Battle Royal. Yeah, he may have been in that. I don't know, but I don't remember. So It's, it's always weird when you, you see guys getting this big push like in January and February. And then, like Haku? Yeah, yeah, it, happens, <laughs> yeah. it happens more often than you think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really does. So uh, Big Daddy V comes to the ring and Taker just punches him off the apron and they start brawling and Taker slams him in the steps and yeah, is getting in the ring ready to fight. But Matt Stryker calls Big Daddy V off and says, you know, just wait for the rumble. So, and then later on in the night, just again, a little bit of storytelling Chavo has almost officially joined up with edge and, the, and Vicky grow as he and uh, edge are going to tag together. I think it's against CM Punk and Ray, maybe, uh, if not, then they'd have a match in the next couple of weeks together. But anyway, they, they actually wind up tagging together. So again, kind of easing ourselves into the La Familia storyline going on here. So yeah, pretty cool, but pretty sad episode of SmackDown here. Travis says we have to say rest in peace to a SmackDown icon on this particular episode. <sighs> I know, man. The SmackDown it's, fist is going bye bye <laughs> because next week. The go-home show for Royal Rumble, January 25th, 2008, is the first ever SmackDown of the high-definition era. WWE finally moves to HD with Raw earlier in the week. And, I mean, it's kind of funny to look back 12 years ago, man, but this was a huge deal and and very exciting back then. Oh, yeah. Literally everything is in HD now. Um, Mm -hmm. But back then, you know, it was a big deal as eventually – you know, more and more people got HD TVs and you started to see more and more stuff make that leap into HD. And it was like, I mean, you and I are both kind of nerdy, like cinephile mm-hmm. type people. Like we yeah. care about stuff like that, like picture quality. So oh, this was still in the middle of the Blu-ray and uh, HD uh-huh. DVD war too. They hadn't quite, um, hadn't quite settled on one, which Blu-ray ultimately won. But uh, this was still in the middle of that too. So yeah, the format wars. I remember having to convince my parents, like, you need an HD TV. Like, it's so much better. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. I don't see the big difference. I'm like, yeah. are you kidding me? It's because <laughs> like, you don't have one. <laughs> just look. Just look at Big Daddy V as he comes out on this episode of Oh, I know. <laughs> what better way to illustrate He's high bigger definition, man. And daddier and V-er. <laughs> high DV. Uh. <laughs> What a, that's such a better nickname, man. Oh, speaking of, let me insert this. When I was in Hollywood this past week, I saw a guy. Here we go. Had a Here T-shirt. That said, no, no, no. You're going to enjoy it. It said, King of Dad Jokes. And I took that as a threat to my throne. <laughs> and I almost had a 
threw fisticuffs with this man. You should have <laughs> had a joke off with him right there. On the <laughs> should screen. have. I was offended by his shirt. So anyway, let's go. Let's talk about some high DV. <laughs> high DV. He's Baby. facing the Undertaker tonight, and uh, <laughs> Michael Cole. He makes a great point here, and he says that only three men have ever won two Royal Rumbles in a row. Hulk Hogan, Shawn Michaels, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Undertaker is trying to make it uh, be the fourth person in that awesome list of people. Great, great point from Michael Cole. Yeah, rare great point from Michael Cole. Well, then he absolutely ruins it and steals the title (laughs) from Matt Stryker of having the dumbest comment on this episode of Talking Taker. As he says... And I just screamed alone in my living room watching this. Like, let's just ignore the fact. Let's ignore the fact that he's faced him on pay-per-view as Mabel, as Viscera. Like, I'll even grant you those old gimmicks. Give you a mulligan for those old gimmicks, yeah. He literally faced Undertaker in a handicap match three weeks ago. Oh, yeah. my God. I know, man. It's frustrating. What the stupidity. Man, I don't know. Well, he couldn't see it because it was in like low definition. So mm, he couldn't That's tell. What it was. Couldn't tell the difference yeah. between Mark Henry and Big Daddy. <laughs> <years. laughs> Whoops. Hey, I'm just. I'm not saying. Call this saying. Uh, VD. <laughs> It's an HD. (laughs) Well, man, Undertaker, he gets his big high definition entrance. You know, they had to have his entrance on the first HD SmackDown. It is spectacular to see. And it is, um, you know, it's really cool for us to move into that era, watching all these episodes of SmackDown. But it almost made me a little sad, too, because it's like, it's hard to describe, but it feels like. Like the wrestling of my childhood mm. is kind of gone. Like in this, sure. the HD era of wrestling is like, I don't know. It's it's just different. The, the innocence of watching it as a as just a kid is gone. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, now it's high def. It's, it's a, crisp. It's clear. Everything is really slick and produced. Yes. I, I get what you're saying. It feels yeah. This episode of SmackDown, watching it, I was like, this feels like current current SmackDown. And mm-hmm. It's like it's not nostal- not that same kind of nostalgia that it used yep. to be. It's weird. I get it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, it is always nostalgic to see The Undertaker on there, and he kicks uh, HDV's butt, <laughs> HVD, whatever we want to call him. I don't know. <laughs> the thumb points. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Why did Big Daddy not call himself BDV and do the thumb point? <laughs> Big a, Daddy V. That's a brand of underwear, I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs> BBD. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> The, the BDV, the other Robin damn thumb points. He's already still in Macedon and the V handprint. He could have done the V's and done the Robin damn thumb. We got so many ideas. What if he came out uh, in just a pair of BVDs, man? <laughs> he might as well. He's already wearing like the unitard with like, suspenders. Oh, what are we doing? We're off the rails. <laughs> That's what, just... I'm on the Patreon. <laughs> Let me just say, Undertaker, this is also historic here. Because yeah. uh, Undertaker, he goes for the triangle choke that we've seen him do so many times, but uh, BVD is too big, and uh, 
uh, HVD, <laughs> Viscera, whatever you want to call him. He hits a body slam and a big splash, gets some ground and pound on Taker, but Taker locks in a different type of choke. And it's still not named yet, but this is what we have known uh, years later as the Hell's Gate. And Big Daddy yeah. V immediately taps out and starts to bleed from the mouth as Undertaker keeps the hold on. And. That's going to become important here over the next few weeks, too. Pretty shocking there. They're really trying to put over, oh, this is something different, something devastating, and really putting over how Undertaker continues to evolve, that he changes Mm -hmm. his style up. He's using that MMA style in there to uh, get a win over the bigger guy yet again. Uh, And so Mark Henry comes out to check on uh, Big Daddy V and yells at Undertaker, you've taken it too far, man. (laughs) <laughs> as uh, Viscera is bleeding from the mouth out there. And again, Undertaker, he's got some strong momentum going in here to the Royal Rumble 2008. Yeah, and I was, uh, I guess I've been mistaken. I assumed, I, mean, I know we've talked about all the triangle hold is, like he debuted that a few years ago. I think it was against Big Show, wasn't it? A couple it years ago? Yeah. Yeah, another, another big guy. But, um, you know, we talked about it being Hell's Gate, but I didn't realize it was the precursor, too. I forgot that Hell's Gate is a little bit different than an actual triangle choke. So uh, my apologies for that, calling it that. But, um, you know, I, it was cool for me to see the first everyone, because I don't recall seeing uh, this. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I wasn't too into this storyline at the time, honestly. I remember watching the first one in HD, but, like, I didn't have an HD TV in 2008. So I joined that 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 uh, group later on so i still have my tv from when i was five so <laughs> from 1991 so yeah, my tv was definitely a, a low d so anyway you had a loady tv yeah just carried signs around with me and pointed them in the loady well anyway but yeah it is cool like you said to see taker evolving his style and like i mean he's been there for like you said 17 full years working on year number 18 now and it's just like Dude's still changing his stuff up, and like the only guy that does that nowadays, as far as move wise, is uh, Chris Jericho. You know, he'll he'll do that anytime he comes back and he debuts a new finisher, or has a new like signature move or something. So, Taker's Taker started it, man, back then. And it was also very reminiscent of when Mankind first debuted. It was doing the Man yes. of the Claw, and like people would foam at the mouth uh, mm-hmm. when he would do that, and to see these guys bleeding and. Spoiler alert, that's going to continue on uh, on the build-up to No Way Out as well. We're going to yeah. see that happen a lot there. But we'll get to that next week, and uh, we're at that point now, man. The Royal Rumble 2008, January 27th, 2008, from Madison Square Garden. I want to say this is the last pay-per-view ever from Madison Square Garden. Don't quote me on that. Uh, you guys can correct me out there if I'm wrong. They've done some other TV shows since then, but... This might be the last ever pay-per-view from this historic arena, the home of WWE, uh, the greatest arena of all time, the place we saw WrestleMania 20 at. And uh, Travis, you said you've never really seen this one, but I had seen this one before. And uh, as we've talked about on uh, all these episodes recently, we were not watching wrestling actively during this point in time, but we still kept up with things. Sure. Uh, I remember reading about this one and the big surprise ending and all that sort of stuff. But I actually watched this one on DVD still before we really got back into watching it because in the summer of 2008, uh, I was at another youth camp and 
about half of the camp came down with this norovirus, this terrible <laughs> stomach virus from the food there at this camp. And it was, it's the most sick I've ever been in my life, man. <laughs> Just coming out of both ends for like a week. Imagine <laughs> hell's game. It was terrible. I uh, couldn't keep anything down, but man, I was just on the couch and um, I, I wanted some, wanted some wrestling comfort food, if you will, because uh, oh, I couldn't yeah. keep any other real food down. So uh, I remember I crawled into Blockbuster and rented this <laughs> and uh, a rock DVD, like Rock's Greatest Matches, something like that, that just came out. And mm-hmm. uh, it was the first new wrestling I had watched in, in a long time. And uh, remember this Rumble match, it was be- just being really fun to watch and kind of kind of re-sparking that interest like maybe maybe i get back into wrestling here for a little bit good stuff yeah i don't recall seeing this like i said i know how this match starts and how it ends but i don't know if i've seen the whole match i know i have not seen this pay-per-view but um it's uh gonna be fun here to go back and visit so we're gonna start it down here in just a few minutes to give the countdown and tell you where to start but if you have the network um obviously go on there and click on the chapter we'll probably start there and we'll just let you guys know um you know, just like I said, if you're if you're watching along, you know we'll add we'll add to it. But if you're not watching, you know we'll give you kind of running commentary and try to keep it entertaining and and fun. I'm sure there'll be some surprises in here that you know, I can't remember because I haven't I'm, I haven't spoiled myself and gone and seen what happens. I like to kind of go into these blindly if I don't remember them. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen here. All right, I'm gonna go refill my coffee to get through this match, and then we'll queue it up when I get back. All right. <laughs> All right, creatures, we've got our drinks refilled. Hope you're ready to go. Don't <laughs> have too much refill. <laughs> I'm almost out. You got <laughs> a swig. It's a work, brother. Come on. Don't, don't let him in on it. Now you can go get another one. All right, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go. All right, we are at one hour, 46 minutes, 30 seconds. Or you just hit that uh, little chapter with... Great Kali and Undertaker choking each other there on the WWE <laughs> Network. You're looking out into the world's most famous arena, that wide shot. Travis, why don't you give us that old Royal Rumble countdown, and we'll get this <clears> thing started. All right, we'll go down from 10 to 1 and hit, hit, say play, and we'll hit play on play. All right, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, one play. Alrighty. Here we go. I, that's nice. kind of it's looking out to where we were sitting for WrestleMania. Yeah, it is. So this is they're actually going to use. Oh, Michael Buffer. <laughs> is this what? Nitro? Did we click on the wrong show? I don't know what happened. <laughs> Are we at Bash at the Beach, nineteen ninety six. It might be. Look at that. We <laughs> got a little pocket square in there. All this. No. Looking in high def. Oh, that, dude, look at that shirt, man. Is that a Triple H shirt? I don't know. I think so. Man, they had to get a high def voice for this high def world. Exactly. <laughs> this is awesome. Crowd is on their seat because, again, it doesn't really matter how this match starts. <laughs> it's all about how it ends. So it's only, you know, book yourself into a corner sometimes. But let's see how it's going to start here. Let's get ready to rumble sign. Finally, ABZ. What does that mean? I don't know. Royal Rumble sign, got the spinner belt. Oh, yeah, popular item back then, for sure. There's Josh's hoodie, Arrive, Raise, Hell, Leave. <laughs> that he got and then lost. <laughs> that shirt. Lost that, lost the Cena headbands, all that sort of stuff. 
Oh, Michael Buffer, not familiar with WWE not product, has so Jeff. This is like when Mick Foley came in and uh, read all the how the cruiserweight division was going to start on Raw a few, a few years ago, and he had <laughs> cue cards for all the guys. Oh, oh poor Mick. <laughs> Michael Buffer has cue cards for what of, exactly the Royal Rumble is. At least, at least Mick's got an excuse, man. He's been hitting the head too many times. Yeah. Michael Buffer's got no excuse. He, well, he just never watched the product. Not a bit, man. <laughs> He's like, wait, what? where's Ted Turner? Brett where's Eric? Clark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're not too long from his return. So I tell you what, though. I'm kind of sad we're not going to hear him announce The Undertaker's name here in a few minutes. That would be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Hear old yeah, Buff Daddy have... say that. <clears throat> is that. Is that what we call him? Buff Daddy. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Bum, 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 bum. Like a buffer daddy. <laughs> Got the Buff daddy V. Yeah. <laughs> Buff daddy V. He is uh, yeah. taking his time out there. Too. He is taking his sweet <laughs> old time, ladies and gentlemen. It. Those of you not watching, uh, we apologize because we could have skipped past all this. <laughs> Look at those Regis Philbin teeth he's got in, man. Those are clean as a whistle. Man, there's some fans there from, I don't know what country that was. I don't know, but uh, we will be in the Big Apple here in just under, just about a week from now. Oh. We'll be flying in. Yes, sir. There oh, is. look at that flame. The man who drew number one into the Royal Rumble. Yeah, the I'm Undertaker. Gonna see, I'm going to see if we can get some sound on this. All right. Well, there, there All right. Maybe I can get it on there. The Undertaker! I got the end tail end of that. <laughs> the Undertaker! That's what he said. So, again, I do love they're using the classic entrance, though. You know, at WrestleMania, when we were there, they used that as, like, a screen wall. They used the, you know, uh, they put a big old entranceway up there. But they're using that entranceway here. I love it. Look how close he is to the fans, man. I love it, too, man. It is my favorite entryway ever like mm-hmm. we, we talked about some of the big extravagant ones but to me nothing beats that nothing right there right yep. in the heart of things and in, in msg the way they have it laid out and i've heard bruce yep. pritchard say on his podcast that he hates it and i just i don't understand that yeah he can man. shut up <laughs> you know what? i love this though so again going back this is some great storytelling from last year's royal rumble you know 2007 and that that he ended the match with Shawn Michaels, so now he's going to open the match here and, you know, pff, wonder whose opponent's going to be. Who's going to draw number two? Who knows? It's just random, you know? It's got to be random. <laughs> of course it is. Could be anybody. Could be Chuck Palumbo, his future wife's <laughs> lover. Could be uh, um, Jamie Noble Boy. Could be Jimmy Wayne Yang. Who could it be now? Who knows? It's a mystery. It's random. Man. It's totally it's random. random. Take her to totally win. Totally there you go. <laughs> Look at that. There she is. Now, we talked a lot about those cougars in the crowd that really loved. That was not one of those. You don't think so? <laughs> I mean, for somebody, that the lead singer, Shinedown, loves The Undertaker. Look at that guy. I knew you were going to say something. <laughs> I knew you'd have something for that guy. I couldn't think of it. Either that or uh, Seether. I don't know. Lead singer in one of those <laughs> yeah. bands. Blue that Taker jerking the curtain of the Rumble, man. That's cool. Oh. Oh, what? Oh, it's the man who faced him at the end of last year's Royal Rumble. <laughs> oh man, Travis, I think this may be fixed. This could, wait a minute. I, is I, don't, this, I don't know if this whole wrestling thing is on the level. Oh no, 
Is somebody back there backstage making all these things happen? Or is this random? I don't know. Oh no, man. What a it's wild like, affliction style t shirt Sean has on. That's but it's awful. But again, really cool storytelling here. Them two are gonna start it. So you know you're gonna get at least ninety seconds. You're not gonna get an eight minute match like right. we had last year. You're gonna get ninety seconds at least of them two starting this match off. And man, I just love that year long storytelling. And it's gonna well, it's gonna bleed into next couple of years of WrestleMania too. So love it. It's pretty brilliant, man. <coughs> a lot of people wrote in on our social media to say how much they love this moment. And yeah, how cool this is. To how memorable it is, man. Just really, really brilliant Royal Rumble storytelling yeah. there. I don't, I don't know who to credit it, it to, but it's, it's awesome. And it's in the heart of WWE like country. It's it's Madison Square Garden. You're starting off not with two guys from ruthless aggression, two guys from the pre Attitude Era, like. They got big in the attitude there, but these are two guys that are WWE mainstays that, you know, been there from from the get go. You know, and so it really, look at that. It makes this Royal Rumble feel important from Jump Street because, yep. like you've had, it's not Jamie Son coming out or whatever. Yes, you know, which they, they do sometimes. Sometimes it's just a couple of of mid card guys starting off the Royal Rumble, yeah. which is okay. I mean, it's supposed to be random. You you, you kind of. You can't do this every year. It'd be, it'd right. be kind of lame, but it makes does set this one apart. You got the two top guys in yeah. here from the get go. Mm-hmm. Really cool. And I'm I tell you what, man, Taker is taking it to Sean right now, but I am not liking those pants. So what do you feel about that Hunter Green demon thing on the side? You know, he's kind of had different colors like almost yeah. every month now. Um, yeah. I don't mind it. Doesn't bother me as much. I don't as you. like that. I don't like the green. I just think yeah. it looks like a really bad creator wrestler one on like <laughs> No Mercy. Yeah, I Sean, prefer the purple or the gold. Probably number one. I like but. something that stands out more. Nothing. It's just too close. Ooh, missed that boot in the corner. They're both on the apron now. Yeah, dangerous man. territory for the dead man here. Man, can you imagine if he got kicked out right now? It'd be how deflating <laughs> would that be? <laughs> both guys yeah, nominate Ali. themselves right here. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Uh, Taker's wow. got Sean goozled. He steps over the top rope, Diesel style. Thankfully, back in the ring. Got here. five seconds left. Four, three, two, two uno. one. Big boot to Sean. Who's coming out? Oh, Santino Morella. Santino Morella <laughs> with a mohawk. One of the only people to ever compete in the men's and women's Royal Rumble matches. It's true. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> Him and uh, Nia Jax. And, uh, and Beth Phoenix. And Beth Phoenix, yeah. Look at him. I love this guy. I mean, what a... it... Oh, <laughs> super kick. He this... fell on his butt. This is the perfect guy to come in, number yes. three, with Taker and Michaels, because... Yep. <laughs> Gone. <laughs> Taker takes him out. Sean tries to throw Taker out immediately. Taker not having any of that. Fire him back. But yeah... That's sports entertainment. That's the the, mm-hmm. the bit of levity you need right there, in the, in the seriousness of, of Sean and Taker in there. You need you need some some comedic you know relief right there, and that's perfect. I love it. I do too. Great placement. Oh, there kicked out <laughs> Santino <laughs> struggling to get to the, the crowd. Back. That's a good spot. Uh, he's with up. Maria at this point. Uh, I think I believe. so. Yeah, Ooh. he's he's turned heel after that huge. Uh, debut the milan miracle against Dumare. Yeah. he's turned heel at this point somebody in the f- crowd had a fan that said don tony so i don't know if that's his mob boss or what because they are in they are Could in new be. york that's true <laughs> great boy 
Sean just threw Taker off the top when he tried to old school, which is again that's a risky move in a in a Royal Rumble. It is, man. Undertaker's maybe a little too oh, confident here. Did you see Sean drop his gum and he picked it back up, and put it in his mouth? <laughs> Ooh, that was insane. That's disgusting. Oh, who's coming out next? Number oh, look four. At the doors turn oh, right there. The White oh, Tiger. No. <laughs> Punjab. The Great Kali coming in here to ruin this awesomeness in the ring. Yeah, this is not what you want next. You don't want this. And then Ranjan Singh on the outside with him. Come on, Taker. Looking just like he's about to right sell up. you some insurance. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was Davari. No, 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 no. That's just racist. WWENetwork.com people. <laughs> Third. Big, ooh, big chop. Getting the hit in the head with a walk. <laughs> or a uh, crock pot. <laughs> or a Instapot to update it for nowadays. <laughs> the head with an air fryer. Oh, yeah, man. there you go. There you go. Great. Got my wife one of those for uh, Valentine's. It's oh, excellent. an air fryer? Yeah. We do not have one of those. You like it? Oh, yeah. It's great, man. Unlike Greg Kali. <laughs> Undertaker and Greg Kali renewing their rivalry here as Kali goozles the Undertaker. And oh. that that is the thumbnail. For this for this match right. on the network, what it's the like, heck? Really? I I just don't get it. So how about not him and Sean, like who open it up epically? So we got a double goozle. They're both goozling each other. Great Collie is getting the upper hand here, pushing Taker into the Undertaker uh, ropes. Oh, we got the leverage. Taker ducks. Ooh, give the old Man. duck and dump. Yep. So two guys in number three and four. They have not lasted the first initial ninety seconds. Either guy. No. As we're about to get number five Perfect. coming in the ring. Ooh, oh, Taker. Classic mistake from Sean. Hardcore <laughs> really? Holly. Oh, my. I forgot he was still around at this point. Oh, man. Attitude era right here. Here we go. I believe this Hardcore will be his Holly. final rumble. Is it? Dang. Pretty sure. Pretty sure he's gone by the end of 08. Okay. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I didn't keep up with him after about, oh, I don't know, three, <laughs> four. <laughs> but I, mean, I remember it, he debuted, or uh, Cody Rhodes debuted with him as a tag team, I guess. Right. But other yep. than that, I don't remember anything else he did. So, But, I mean, at this point, he's a 15-year veteran in WWE, which is Golly. which was wild to think about back then. But That's it, insane. That's yeah. the thing we talk about now. It's like yeah. everyone is at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big boot by Undertaker to Hardcore Holly while Sean's just milking it over there. Sean looking drunk. He <laughs> is. Stumbling around. <laughs> Does this ring look smaller? Maybe it's just the way they're shooting it because a lot of really, a lot of shots on like by the camera guys on the floor. I feel like we're getting more of that rather than just wide shots from the crowd. Maybe yeah. it's just because the way MSG set up. Yeah. You know, with that entrance way across from the uh, where the hard cam would be. There's there's a shot like I'm used to, but getting a lot of tight shots from the camera guys on the floor, so it's making it look a little different perspective, I guess. Oh, crowd's on their feet. See who number six is. Three seconds to go. Who's it going to be? Oh, it's the Undertaker 16 and 0 sign. Here it is. Current era superstar, John Morrison. (laughs) Smackdown Live superstar. That's right, man. Old tights. Looking great. Looking just like he does today. Stole those so, from gold dust. He did, man. 
Undertaker's not know, having it. <laughs> no, he's not having it. You know what? And as of this recording, it's before Super Showdown, but after, when this episode drops, it'll be after. So who knows? Taker may have come and ruined the uh, the uh, dirt sheet match against them, <laughs> against the New Day. He may pick John Morrison to fight at WrestleMania. Who knows? I yeah. think we all know who it's going to be, but we'll see. Uh, we'll see, man. The rumors are out there. AJ Styles mm-hmm. potentially as an Undertaker ah, opponent. At sign me up. You think it'll be? You think it'll happen? I would love that. Sean is bloody for some yeah, reason. Yeah, bloody nose. Yeah. Man, who knows? I mean, if this was like 1996, Sean, I'd say he shot a little line of coke backstage. <laughs> but if this is not, this is 2008. <laughs> Man, you've been Sonny, out in Hollywood Sonny's, too long, man. Sonny's nowhere to be found. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just thinking of Sean. <laughs> Fast. Uh, those doors uh, open again, and oh, here he is. Tommy time. Yes. <laughs> Tommy. He's wearing a shirt from the merch table. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Every time. I don't, I don't think uh, he's, he's looking like a hefty bag. Um, you know what? I think this was kind of a surprise. I don't know that he was in ECW like <laughs> actively, but this Maybe is in not. New York, so it's a Tommy Dreamer. Like oh, you know, yeah. this is his town. So Yonkers, it's really cool. New York. Yonkers, biggest God, baby face know. from ECW. <laughs> yep, his classic got the shirt of the pay per view that he's competing <laughs> on. <laughs> Couldn't look like more of a jobber, but God bless him, dude. He's unloading on the he's Undertaker, man. <laughs> That's for making him drink that dip spit six oh, years ago, wow. Great seven years back. ago. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's like, this is for Copenhagen. This is for the Red Man. This is for he's just punching him, punching Taker, dude. If Tommy Dreamer can eliminate the Undertaker here. It'd be the most shocking elimination of all time. Yeah, that would usurp uh, the Undertaker and uh, Maven for sure. <laughs> so. Do you it, see Tommy Dreamer as a Hall of Famer? I think he absolutely should be one. Now, not for his WWE career, but for what he's done for the business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, I always come back to this. Coco Beware is in it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about whatever Vince wants. But, are about to be in it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Tommy Dreamer, man, he's he's great, man. I love Tommy. Who's next? Here's it's a Hall Goldberg. of Famer. Oh, no. There he is. Batista. Batista. There we go. Sorry, Tommy. Sorry Ooh. about your dang luck. <laughs> yeah, sorry about your dang luck, hardcore. Ooh, takes out Sean Batista. Lines for everybody. Back body. Oh, yeah. Celebrating like the animal he is. Ooh, a stare off with his here 2007 rival. Yeah, That's right. look at that. That's good storytelling right here, man. Yeah, a lot of big stars in here early, which, again, yeah. we don't always see that in yeah. the Rumble. <laughs> Tommy comes to Fearless drop a, Tommy drop a turd in the uh, punch bowl. <laughs> Batista sends him packing. What are you doing, pal? Sayonara, Tommy. So, oh, man. Jomo, Harker Holly. You think Harker Holly would be in the Hall of Fame? You know, it wouldn't shock he's, me. He's probably uh, ruined his chances. Ooh, spear to Jomo. Big boot by Undertaker to Batista, pounding off of him in the corner. You know, I watched that uh, Ruthless Aggression documentary, on, and it was the Evolution episode, and it was funny to hear his music before the yes. lyrics. 
you know, I've, I mean, I remembered it, but I hadn't heard it in so long because the stuff we've been watching has his his lyrics in it, you know. Right. So it was neat to go back and, and hear that uh, the way it sounded beforehand. So uh, these guys, even though they had kind of generic music, it still stood out back then. Now everything mm-hmm. sounds exactly the same. I never know who's coming out. Oh, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> why? The Here third McMahon child. Hornswoggle, Hornswoggle making his Royal Rumble debut. and uh, this is He's done this quite a few times. He's been in yeah. quite a few Royal Rumbles, but yeah. man, going up, he may, I think he regrets his decision here as he crawls yeah. under the ring. Didn't want to get in there with Undertaker, Batista, Shawn Michaels. Oh, Ooh, spear. Batista with a spear. To the Undertaker. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer heads back for a piece of cheesecake to the back. <laughs> <laughs> his night is done. Yeah, I think Hornswoggle was there for a decade, if dude, I'm not mistaken. Again, yeah. Hall of Famer. He should opinion. have a DVD. Absolutely. Decade dude. Destruction. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Oh, man. Um, God, what were we talking about? I, I don't know. I, I love it. <laughs> Cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> and Harker Hollywood, one of the first wrestle moves in the match, a vertical suplex. Oh, I know what I was going to say. There's, there's a lot more action in this Rumble already than... Yes, than uh, last year. Last year's. Yeah, last year's mm-hmm. was kind of slow till we got to that mm-hmm. finish. No, this has been fun, man. Yeah. I'm digging this. Oh, Harker Holly. Oh, Sean. Nearly got HBK out of there. Steve Armstrong says he's safe. Steve Armstrong. No, he's safe. <laughs> Who's coming out? We heard the... Well, we saw the countdown, but nobody is... Nobody's out. Oh, it there is he is. Chucky, Chucky P. P. <laughs> Chuck <Palumbo>. <laughs> <laughs> And nobody cared, but I did. Look at those brown pants. He's rocking some brown Golly, dickies. Lee, man. I tell you what, man. This guy's got to look. Look at him, man. Look how big he is. Sure. I love Chuck Palumbo. So did you, man. We love these guys. I just don't know why he never was allowed to get over, like you know, like as just a big guy. I well, don't know. you know, he's still struggling with the loss of his parents. You know, from that motorcycle semi truck accident. His mom killed his dad, right? <laughs> right. Ran Sorry. him over. With the <laughs> Big, Big Mac. <laughs> Whoever wrote that is the same guy who wrote Hawkins and Ryder's lines from earlier. Yeah. In the show. Like a mimosa. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have like any inflection. They're just like, yeah, I like to sip mimosa with my oh, girlfriend. Right? Yeah. It's terrible. They were so nervous. And here's uh, Undertaker getting revenge on Chuck Palumbo for taking his future wife on a ride. That's right, man. If you know what I mean? And yeah, beating him up in the corner. The American B.A. beating up the Italian-American B.A. in the corner oh, there. There's a dude the with the, the red hat. Yep. Red hat there. and the blue shirt. And the, we don't see him anymore. Who's coming out? we got five seconds left. Who's next? I don't, I've lost count of what number we're on. Yeah, I think we're... Taker just got back in the ring somehow. Where did he go? 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there. Oh, Ooh. here he comes. Jamie Noble, boy. Mrs. Noble's baby boy. With the DDP rib tape special. Yeah. Up against his must... big rival Chuck Palumbo here. Been yeah, it's, it's good storytelling. Yeah. It makes sense. For Michelle McCool. Yeah. Probably yeah, he must have had a crowd, match earlier. Probably half the crowd didn't even realize that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the B show. Yeah. But all Jamie Noble, man. House of Fire. Yeah, going nuts. You know, seeing Chuck Palumbo reminds me of Sean O'Hare. I just want to drop this. It has nothing to do with anything we're talking about but um i listened to an interview with killer cross and he's going to be in he got signed with nxt and he said the oh, reason he was he, no. oh jamie noble's gone oh, man but uh killer cross said the reason he wears a uh, trench coat to the ring is because of sean o'hare he loved that nope i'm not kidding he loved that character 
the twisted character he had for a couple months on uh, WWE. So I thought that was neat. That's really Just cool. To, yeah. Yeah. Really neat. Because, I mean, you and I have sung his praises here on the show. Somebody's oh. coming out. <laughs> Somebody <It's>... is hurt. <laughs> yeah. Damon Noble must be oh, legit hurt. So, or, you know, K-Fape hurt, whatever. Maybe but they have somebody run out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Chucky P is getting revenge on Taker. Revenge of the Taker. That was a pay-per-view in 97. So, yeah. Who's coming out next? next? Oh, Yomo. Oh. Number 12. Oh, it, it is 12. Okay, they have the numbers. CM Punk. CM Punk. Yes, Definitely with the favorite. yellow. 2008 oh, yeah. be a huge year for him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to him. We'll get to him next Ooh. year. But he's going to win his first world title in 08. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'm looking to Take the future here. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. Punk gets away from him. Still got his shirt on. Yep. <laughs> oh, Taker just blasted right him and bean. Yep. Sean's still a bloody, bloody face. CM Punk's about to throw him over top rope for all the crap he's talked about him backstage. Allegedly, Sean and Hunter didn't like him too much. Who True. knows? Yeah. That's the case. But we love CM Punk. And Shawn Michaels and Triple H. I don't care. I don't care who's friends. I like I like all those guys. So Hall of Famer, who knows? That's a very you know, muddy water there. I mean, he's <laughs> definitely back in the territory with the Fox show. Right. You know, it would not Ooh. shock me to see a Hall of Fame at this point. Chuck Palumbo. Chuck Palumbo will not tossed. be in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so this paper, this match has had more of that skin the cat stuff that we talked about. I yeah. do like Chuck Palumbo's watch to sting and that he's wearing the mechanics glove the old crow stick <laughs> <laughs> did you ever have Just any like, of those no i wanted them so yeah. bad i yeah. could never find them golly i would have killed for those back in the day when i was like 12 loved it oh, man it colin ray no oh cody rhodes coming in to colin. <laughs> cody rhodes you <laughs> you just saw him live last week in atlanta colin ray Colin, I wish. <laughs> Colin Baton Rouge. Oh, Cody Rhodes about to throw him out CM Punk. No. You remember when Colin Ray was at the two thousand or the 1997 Royal Rumble in the audience? Um, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> All right, you saw Cody Rhodes last week uh, in 2020 with blonde hair. I Here did. he is with his brown hair. What do you prefer? Oh, man. Not not the Cody. Not, obviously, Cody Rhodes nowadays is better, but which hair color? You know. Trivial. I, I didn't like the blonde at first, but I kind of dig it now. As a uh, Cody man, <laughs> getting some shots in on the Undertaker. Now, is this the is this the match he talked about on that shoot interview? Where yes, Taker. Yeah, this is it, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's dropping that drop kick to Taker. Tell so him what, yeah, I tell prefer- what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, I forgot what it was. <laughs> I just remember that he talked about <laughs> this pay per view and this match and Taker. Doing something here. I don't know. Do you remember the specifics of it? I think Cody was real nervous and didn't know what to do. And Undertaker kind of calmed him down and, and told him to do a drop kick on him. Or yeah, do think, some sort of shots on him and uh, let him get a few spots on. Took care of him because, you know, it's Dusty's yeah. kid. And uh, Dusty yeah. was somebody who took care of Undertaker in his debut yeah. match. Ooh, you manga. So, kind of cool out. symmetry there. Yeah, it is. And this is going to be a uh, red pants. Umaga. Final Royal Rumble for Umaga as he passes away not too long after this, man. Shoot, man. I hate terrible, that. Terrible, terrible I tragedy. love that guy. Oh, so yeah. talented. 
I tell you what, man, I, I could have seen that guy as world champion. I wouldn't have yeah. been. I'm not bad at an eye at that. He could have won I, at awesome. the Royal Rumble the year before. Would have been Spike. Great. Spike to Hardcore Holly's throat takes him out of the over the top rope somehow. <laughs> Explain that physics. I don't. And these two guys. <laughs> what just all what his just, beads came out of his hair? I don't know, man. <laughs> Spilling the beads on them. It was like a booby trap to get him to trip on him or something. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm not huge on the red tights here, though. What do you think about this? No, 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 no. Not a fan. It's a weird look. Yeah. But I, back to Cody, I like him, but I, I, I am not a fan of the blonde hair at okay. all. Um, at all, actually. I think it looks terrible. So, I mean, I, I, I get it. It stands out a little bit, but it just looks so so boy band to me it looks so 1999 so i just don't like it. i like this better this look obviously cody's body looks better nowadays and he's a <laughs> he's a much better wrestler and he you know he's a great baby face but as far as his hair i prefer it I dark didn't like it at first but it, it's grown on me and man i hate it oh god i hate this guy. Oh. <laughs> i hate old squinsky here but uh <laughs> It looks. <laughs> it doesn't even look like he's trying. Look at this guy's body. What a jabroni! It's only. It's not even upper body day. It's no. definitely not leg day when he works out. God, man. What day is it? That's not he leg is... day for Cody either. Tonight, no. You, you, you know when uh, when evolution not not evolution legacy when they first started, man. I would have bet you. A thousand dollars that Ted DiBiase was gonna be yes. the world champion come out of there, man. Mm-hmm. I thought Cody Rhodes was terrible. I thought there's no way he'd last more than a couple years, and here he is changing the wrestling. Yeah, business. and he's awesome. Like he, yeah, he's he, great. He grew, but he was so green when he first came on the scene here, and just oh yeah, negative charisma, in my opinion. But yeah, it's just so funny how. DiBiase seemed like the sure bet out of those two guys. Mm-hmm. Where's he at? Besides yeah, exactly. getting arrested or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bribery, embezzlement or something. It was on his dad's DVD, The Price of Fame, I uh, got. And it was uh, cool to see him on there. But, uh, yeah, I think he's turned his life around in the recent past. But, yeah, he's not doing anything in the wrestling business. So, CM Punk with a go-to-sleep on Jumbo. They've had quite a feud in ECW. He's trying to go to sleep, but he's not going to get it. Oh, because... The Miz oh, is coming yeah. out. The Chick Magnet. CM. <laughs> That's right. They're the two of them right there. Yeah, two CMs. Two <laughs> guys who I'm pretty sure literally hate each other. Yep. Or I don't think Miz. I don't think Miz dislikes Punk at all. Punk just hates the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Like as a shoot and as a character, he he hates this man. I would um, freaking love to see these guys fight at WrestleMania now. I was like, man, in an octagon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with that too. What if Punk Miz lost? Miz could probably the take him. <laughs> oh, I love the Miz. I love seeing Punk. Uh, I definitely, you know, that year we were at WrestleMania, we'll get to it. Definitely thought Punk should have been the main event, but that is what it is. Sure, yeah. Punk had a good match that year, so. Undertaker, back to him, trying to throw Umaga over the top rope, which is quite an ordeal here. But, but I mean, uh, him everyone, and, him and HBK have been in since the beginning. Still, yeah, still you're right. In there, halfway through the match here. Yep. As we get Ooh, another count, Taker's Ooh. interesting strategy. He's kicking the rope into <laughs> Umaga, not kicking Umaga. You know, he's an innovator. Chick Mag, he is. 
This Look match, at these two dudes on the rope. Golly, these moving, guys are still tag teaming. Moving this fast. guy's still there. This guy's still around, man. Just Barely. signed a new deal. He just signed a new three-year deal, he said, on uh, oh, Willing Garcia's podcast. Ooh. That was awesome. That was. Double Sheldon's face great, buster man. on the ropes there. Pay dirt on CM Pay Punk. Dirt. He is awesome, man. I'd love to. Oh, love no. Oh, oh, Sean says, see you later. You know Goldie. what? Goldie. I think we've said this on here before. I think Sean Benjamin's cool with that. <laughs> you only got to work for 30 it's... seconds, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's complaining hey. about that too much. What's my paycheck? All right. See you later. Fine. Yeah. Dude, Snitsky is. This is horrible. This is like. Somebody's grandpa just put on underwear and got in the ring, man. <laughs> this is awful. Some homeless guy that got off the street. <laughs> it's, like, it's like some homeless basketball player from West uh, Europe, like <laughs> just got in the ring. Golly, man. What is you know? We've talked about Luther Reigns and we've talked about John Heidenreich. Give me either one of those guys over this. This guy has no body. He is a doughboy. I'm with you. Oh. <laughs> Talk, oh, about <laughs> Talk about a doughboy. Talk about a body. What the man who first faced the Undertaker <laughs> at WrestleMania in 1991, oh, Jimmy Snuka, who looks like he's melted a little bit. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like a wax candle. Good grief. <laughs> Jimmy Super Melt Snuka getting in the <laughs> Chopping punk, wow. headbutt to punk. Shawn Michaels, the guy he wrestled back in the day. God bless him, man. Uh, I remember the crowd being very excited. I mean, oh, Madison yeah. Square Garden led Look at that. as he faces off with Undertaker again. How cool is that? That's awesome, man. That's some story right there. And I'm sure on commentary they mentioned it. I hope so. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, but he's getting that. He's getting that big spot. I tell you what, the ring is full, man. One, two, it three, is. four. That's about nine people in the yeah. ring. Ten. There's ten guys in the ring right now. Batista's still in there. I feel like he hadn't done anything in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't said his name no. in 10 minutes. <laughs> it's time to throw some uh, out. This, oh, I think this is going to be gonna, cool right here. Who's it going to be? If I remember correctly. Who's it going to be? 19. Drew McIntyre. <gasps> oh, no. No, it's the Rod hot rod. I had that shirt. Look at that. Two legends after one or after another, man. Yeah, man. Hot rod, looking like another melted ball of wax. <laughs> you talked about it earlier at the beginning of the match. I mean, what a perfect thing for this crowd at MSG yeah, to bring awesome. out Piper and Snuka in the middle of this Royal Rumble. And Dude. man, they probably wouldn't get clearance to be, get in a ring in 2020, but 2008, well, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> we'll let it slide. Yeah. Dude, look at that. This is awesome, man. <laughs> These two. Man. This is awesome, but kind of sad at the same time, but right. really awesome because it's in MSG. These two. Oh, man. Punches. Everybody's just standing by and watching, letting it happen. Look at that dad bod. Granddad bod. It's <laughs> <laughs> more like it. Why is Roddy not have no clothes? Oh, I can't. <laughs> I poke. So you want to guess how old Snooker was at this point in time? Oh, 50? 65. Son of my gun. 65? Yeah. Six, how, how, about how Piper? old is Tamina? Uh, 
50? He would have been 54. Four. Good heavens. He's like Undertaker nowadays. Yeah, really. (laughs) Golly, that's crazy to think about. Here comes Kane, the Undertaker's brother. That's right. Is he going to throw out both of those legends? going to add to that elimination record of his right there. Ooh. Taking it to the streets right here. Just punching. Ooh. Chokeslam to the mid. He's going to clear out some of this dead weight here. Guys, belly buttons always freak me out. I mentioned that on several shows, <laughs> several of our episodes. It's the scariest it's, thing it's about Kane. Like small it's fist inside of his name. Yeah. Oh, like that's where the SmackDown fist went. Baby's fist. Kane's belly button. <laughs> <laughs> it got absorbed. I wish somebody would throw Jane Snitsky out. Hall of Fame, you think? Snitsky? Yeah, for <laughs> Made sure. Made you do a spit take yeah. your coffee there. <laughs> Gene Spitsky. <laughs> You know what uh, Cody Rhodes does not have on is the Triforce on his boots at this oh, point. He didn't have that on. Ooh, uh, Taker's about to choke slam his brother. Really no, cool thing. Oh. I don't know if you saw it from AEW last week. He had his weight belt on, and the O in the name Cody was the logo for the Omni, the old arena. Oh, was it? Cool. It was the same font as that. That's so, awesome. Nice little touch he had there. Oh, AEW yeah. in Atlanta as... Another future Nile Carlito oh. coming in the ring. Eat spit, spitting on Cody, spitting on the legacy of the Rhodes family. Got going, it. oh man, I hate this guy, <laughs> get out of here! Yeah, oh, get, he hasn't seen a tan in bed in months, Sean and he's like actually dark. Yeah, Sean got punched in the forehead and jumped over the top <laughs> rope to the apron. Like that's real. Joe Mo and CM Punk taking care Ooh. of. Dang it. Ooh, punk with the kick. Former ECW rivals, man. Ooh. I do love that move. The backcracker is a good move. I tell you what, though. Everybody does it now. Drives me crazy. That and the Canadian Destroyer just about to are say. not even cool anymore. And the Spanish Fly. Not even cool anymore. It's second you know cool? to the Canadian Destroyer. Yep. Yeah, people that don't do it. People that don't do it stand out. So. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there, man. I... This set is so cool. This vibe, this look, this view where mm-hmm. you got the action in the ring, you got the Titantron, you got the number of each person. <clears throat> I, the Royal Rumble should be at Madison Square Garden every year. Every year, yeah. Absolutely, man. With this setup, this layout. Mick Foley. Another legend. He took off uh, Snooka's shirt. And they put traded. It on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mick Foley's in there. Again, he was at this arena when Snooka jumped off the cage. Yeah. You know, onto, was it Don Morocco? Yeah. yeah. I believe. Yeah. So what a cool piece of history. Batista oh. just got last ride nice. from Taker out the corner. There are so many broskies in this yeah, ring right now. We got to get some people out of here. It's dangerous, honestly. Yeah, I know. Umaga with a Samoan drop on Taker. Dude, that's one of those what might have been, dude. Uh, Taker Umaga feud. I, I would have loved to have seen it. I don't honestly even know if they ever had a match on TV or anything. I don't know. Maybe like a mixed tag, like a six man or something on Raw, yeah. like one of those random throwaway oh. Raw. Because Umaga was on, he was a Raw guy. Right. You know, the whole time, I believe. Um, yeah, I would have loved to have seen that. I, just something about those Simones, man, they can go. God, so. man. That. No matter how I've fat they are. I've never thought about a Taker Umaga <laughs> match, but man, that's that's got to go down there as a greatest what might have been. Another guy 12, coming in. Twelve guys in the ring. About to be thirteen here. 
Son of a gun. 23 people. Oh, go away. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Kennedy. I hope somebody kicks him right when he gets on the apron. He looks awful. He's taking his time. He still doesn't even have his drawstring in his shorts. No. <laughs> Kicking on Cody. Who's Cody's taking a page out of the Nature Boys. But look at his uh, knee pads down on his shin. That's right. Hey, if you're going to be a 16-time world champion, you got to pull your knee pads down, That's kid. trick number one right here. Mm-hmm. Miz gets a mic check. Oh. Punt gets one. Man, this guy sucks. God, I don't know what I saw in him. Eliminate somebody. Yeah, really. Unless somebody's going to go. Somebody, <laughs> some dude in a suit just ran across the entranceway. Kennedy's trying to take it to Taker, and we know this is not going to end up. Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Goozle. Thank, Thank you, Taker. And Chokeslam City. Skadoosh. How about one for Carlito? How about it? Oh, punch. Please take Snitsky. How about it? Take Snitsky out. This dude's been resting in the corner for eight minutes. Oh, a triple sticker triple. splash. That was awesome. Oh, man. That was great. Taker is just cleaning house right now, booting and punching everybody. Eliminates he and Sean, again, number one and two, still in the still ring. Still in the ring, along with 15 Along other with guys. 11 other guys, <laughs> yeah. And this is number 24 coming yep. out now, so let's see who it could be. How great is this set, man? This is I know, I love it. Perfect. You're right, it should be here every year. It's great. Oh, my Lord. Well, oh, it's a big daddy. <laughs> BVD. <laughs> it's the BDV. Oh. Thank it's God. me. It's me. It's B D V. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> like, oh. <gasps> oh man. Let's recap that. Snitsky, Shawn Michaels super kicked Undertaker. Taker, and then Kennedy snuck in and threw out Shawn, and Shawn is at Taker's feet, looking up like, "Oh no, I know what I just did." That's yeah. really cool. Great visual there. Really cool visual. The highs Look. of eliminating Snitsky to the lows of Undertaker being eliminated here. Yep. What a performance from both those guys, though. Yeah. And they lasted to number 24 came in. Yeah. That's crazy. Big Daddy V with a abyss, what's it called? <laughs> Slam. Ooh, Taker. Taking out his frustrations of all of us on Snitsky with a leg just, drop sort of oh, through the Spanish table. Yeah, he just sat and his butt dropped him on the, on the Spanish now table that kind of collapsed. Taker's making his way downtown here's a recap of these three eliminations bing bang boom right here bada bing bada bang bada boom yeah really cool though again sean at taker's feet the camera on him the visual there that's just great stuff man it was yep oh look at that that's another skin the cat man again drives me crazy to see so many of them. It used to be just Sean that would do it, but now it's literally every guy in the ring does it. So, uh -oh. Kennedy. Big Daddy <clears throat> V and Mark Henry. Their alliance is going to run roughshod over this Royal Rumble now. Oh, Surely, man. no one could possibly eliminate these two men. No. I mean, we know Undertaker can't do them over the top rope. No. Oh, wait. He can by himself. <laughs> How can these other 54 men in the ring not do it? So... So I don't remember a Royal Rumble left. with this this many guys in the ring for this amount of time. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah. Like a lot of guys for a lot of the time. Oh, and one's been hiding out under the ring. Jimmy Corbett dares. 
Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle eliminated the Miz. Yes, I love it. <laughs> he came out and grabbed the Miz's arm and pulled a Hulk Hogan and pulled him over the top rope. Took a page out of Hogan's book. I've read that. Oh, not, not me. No. <laughs> so many lies. So many lies. <laughs> Oh, man. I've not read Swaggle's book, though. I hear it's pretty good, though. Oh, man. Yeah. Is it short? <laughs> yeah, pretty. it's pretty short. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> King of the dad jokes. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> Playing my throne back. Okay. Big Daddy V giving Jomo a super special Yuletide wedgie right there. Mm. Trying to get him out of the ring. Five, four, three, two, one. Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Who's number 26? Ooh, Who's going to draw? <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Uh, Chavo Guerrero. Entry number 26. So I like to have the numbers up there because it was so hard to keep track of back yeah, in the day. All right, him and Punk going at it. Good yes, storytelling. Yeah. They're going at it hard as Snitsky is walking back to go to the nursing home. Golly. He's Look at these man. guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I'd be throwing some potatoes right there. <laughs> oh, oh Jomo. Another elimination. Stacking them up here. Oh, man. We got four guys left to come into the ring. Uh, 41 know, in the ring. Right now. I mean, honestly, you're thinking Batista, maybe. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 15 guys in the ring. Only Batista is the one I you'd mean, be like, eh, seriously. he might win. Yeah. Umaga, nope. Henry, nope. Cody, nope. Kane, nope. Big Daddy V, nope. Hen uh, Mick Foley, nope. Kennedy, nope. Carlito, nope. Punk, nope. Hornswoggle, nope. <laughs> oh, Hornswoggle gets pulled up in by Mark Henry, and Mark Henry is about to beat up. Oh, Mark Henry and Big Daddy V Goodness. taking out He's in a beef Hornswoggle. sandwich right here. <laughs> oh, man. Finley. With the shillelagh. Oh, man. Mother's a McCree. Mother's a McCree. He's taking him out. It's who, he's not officially in the ring, then, right. in the match. No, he's not an official entry. All right. Unless so, maybe he is, and they just I don't do know. it. I don't know. We'll see. But he's got holding Hornswoggle's hand <laughs> because Hornswoggle <laughs> is a man. child. Right. So he's an adult <laughs> man at this point. He's like in his mid-20s. Like, but so is he out of the ring? Uh, is he uh, out of the match? Yes, Hornswoggle. He did never eliminated. So he won. Right. Him and Eric Rowan never got eliminated. And Bo Dallas. I and mean, Bo not Dallas. Bo Dallas. Curtis no, Axel. Curtis Axel. Yeah, still in the match. And Lana last year at the Royal Rumble. Oh yeah, she never. Yeah. Becky Lynch took her spot and won. That's true. So. That's true. All right, man. So still, uh, haven't seen another entrant. Since Chavo, maybe it was like Finley. We, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. Batista is seriously the only guy that could possibly win this match yeah, from here. The, I mean, you're looking at it, you're like, okay, it's going to be Batista. Just a lot of, a lot of young guns in there that you know don't have chance, um, but they're good. You know, good mid card acts, and some that has scratched the, scratched the the main event scene, and some guys that are just utility players that are there to, to just. Be there and be a threat like the big the big guys in the ring, but that's, you know they're not going to main event. So it's kind of funny, Three, man. There's no one in there right now on the active roster, and still not with this next person. 
as Elijah Burke <laughs> comes into the ring at 28. Wow. Another guy who's not going to win. Uh, I guess Finley was 27 he then because 26 was um, Chavo. Yep. So, yeah. Well, that explains it. But, yeah, I mean, Kane only – but, I mean, he's really not active. Right. Like, he doesn't wrestle regularly, but he you know, he, he could. But, yeah, you're right. Batista's on the went under the bottom rope, I guess. Yeah, I think so. So he's underneath – I don't know what happened to him. It looks like he's holding his body like he's literally in pain. Now, a lot of guys who still wrestle, but again, yeah. not for WWE right the second, or are loosely affiliated like Punk, you know, and Foley. Uh, oh, Punk gone? Yep. All right. Punk's got eliminated by Chavo. That was underwhelming. Not going to lie. <laughs> oh, Batista got a Samoan spike to the throat. Oh, and he rolled out. That'll okay. do it to you, man. That'll do, pig. That'll do. There's a luchador in the front row. Oh, maybe he's going to be 29 or 30. Maybe he's got arms to help us figure it out. All right, here we go. The final two. Number 29. Who's it going to be? Somebody come in here. Somebody, somebody, anybody. Who's it going to be? Oh, the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, crowd is coming unglued. Here's, but guess what? Yeah, here's the guy you think is going to win it all right here. Yep. Triple H coming in 29. Because, again, he missed last year's uh, Oof. WrestleMania. Oh, throwing Cody out over oh, top rope. That's Those true. Those two yeah. He had the quad feud. injury. Mm-hmm. Big Daddy V eating the knee. Triple H is just... <laughs> Gonna throw him out. So there you go. What a Golly. Flop. Yeah. Triple H about took out Lodge Burke. You ever uh, thought about getting a tattoo of uh, Georgia on your stomach like um, Umaga has Samoa? No, I'd Just get one in Tennessee, you... though. Okay. It's because it's longer. <laughs> Painful. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, Triple H and Mick Foley throwing hands in, in Madison MSG Square Garden eight yep. years after their street fight. Another really cool moment, man. A lot of those in here. A lot of plays back to history. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Royal Rumble 2000 is one of my favorite like Royal Rumble pay-per-views. I love that yeah. pay-per-view. Top to bottom. From top to bottom. I mean, it's just the, the tag team tables match first of its kind. That street fight. The, the, I loved the Royal Rumble that year. Yeah, man. Um, May just, Young's, it, from May Young's top all the way to her bottom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I tried to block some parts out, <laughs> out of my mind. <laughs> Maybe I don't love it as much that as will, I thought I did. That will never be blocked out of my <laughs> Burned into my eyes. Oh, man. But, yeah, in this arena. Oh, Triple H taking it to you, Manga. He had a pay-per-view match with him. A time or two. He sure did. Going for a pedigree. Carlito just looks on, collecting a paycheck there in the corner. Like Ric Flair said, you don't do anything. You just stand <laughs> here and like an idiot. Just Who's going to be? Him. Number 30. Number 30. Watch the crowd. Oh, Look yes. at this crowd. Look at that. You One don't even have to have the sound on. Of the greatest crowd reactions. The greatest Royal Rumble return of all time. John Look at that. Cena returning months early from injury. Completely I mean, unexpected. 
Like this wasn't even leaked on the sheets. I don't know, like no. dirt sheets. Like look he at that horrifying to miss shirt. WrestleMania, like right, most yeah. people thought he'd been out since August. He is super Cena, and look, Triple H is selling it so well. Remember me? I love that. You can see him mouth that. Remember me? He said, Dude. "You and me, it's time." Have you ever been able to take a T-shirt off like that? No. <laughs> I have no idea how Cena takes his t-shirts <laughs> off. I have tried it. I, I don't get it. I cannot take a shirt off by the opposite, like my, the the left sleeve. I'm gonna <laughs> practice before I go to bed tonight. Okay. Oh, I might do an sure, Instagram like, live video. <laughs> all right. Oh, Cena's cleaning house from the J Brones. Look at that. Okay, it's Cena. That was quick. Cena, Triple H, Umanga, Kane, and Kennedy. And uh, Batista's uh, on the outside, I believe. Batista, so. yep, you're right. Triple H is like crowd, a ghost. I know. And this crowd doesn't know what to th- what to think. They this is it's almost like a precursor to the Let's Go Cena and Cena Socks. You know, like this is there's they're so excited to see Cena. But then they remember, oh wait, wait, wait. We kind of hated him because he was like, yeah, we hate him. So, like, boo. But, like, it is just – it's such a weird, weird reaction. I love it, man. I love it. And Cena is a – man, look at it. He's having the time of his life in there yeah. right now. He's missed it so much. And, I mean, so, the an fact utter that shock. you can get this MSG crowd behind yes. Cena at this point in time mm-hmm. just tells you what a great surprise it was. Yeah. Oh, man. Out of nowhere Ooh. with the spear from Batista. And we missed, we didn't say anything, but there was a great shot with Cena and Triple H were staring each other down with the mm-hmm. WrestleMania sign in, in the, the background, back, yeah. just perfectly framed. Great camera shot there from WWE crew. <laughs> Another <laughs> elimination. Stutter stepping. I, I think that's final four right here. We got Kane, it, Triple H, Batista, and Cena. One of these things is not like the others. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> it's because he has his hair cut down the middle. <laughs> Here we go. Goodbye, Kane. <laughs> what a great final three. I mean, look at this. You're sitting okay. here watching this. You have no idea. Right. This at this point, really you're could like, be any of these guys. And the crowd, look at that. Standing ovation for these three. Look at this. This is awesome. Perfect. And yeah, you're right. Like, rarely does it come down to three dudes who you're like, I can see this. Yeah. I can see this. No, I can see this. You can make a case for any of these dudes. All former world champions, all in the main event scene. Actively, I mean, two different brands represented here. Oh, look at that. Perfect. Batista with the thumbs down. And look, they're all baby faces too. Yeah. And so the crowd is just into it. Batista and Triple H had won in the past too. So mm-hmm. that's you the only can't thing see that him. really sets them apart. John Cena be on SmackDown um, this Friday Ooh. as this episode drops. Everybody Ooh. hitting the taunt Everybody. button. Everybody, Everybody hitting mess. the jiggly stick. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. This is great. This is a great ending to this match. What a great start and what a great ending, man. Absolutely. Like, the in-between was fun. Again, the, my only complaint is that it just got clogged up there with a lot of guys that stayed in for too long, man. I just yeah. don't know why they needed to be in there. So, Because you still get to this point, even if there's 14 guys in the ring or not. So. And have a small triple threat match here. Fun stuff, man. The crowd just doesn't know what to do. You can tell. They're like, who do we want to win? <laughs> Boom! 
I don't know Tista. if these guys ever had a triple threat match, but it seems like they would have, but it'd be really cool if they did. Yeah, I don't know, because once Cena got big, he went to Raw and Batista went to SmackDown. So, you know, if they did, it would have been pre, like, would have been the Evolution days. No, because Cena was on SmackDown then. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't know they did. What a missed opportunity. What could have been. Right. This is a, this, this could be a WrestleMania main event right here. Could be. These three guys. Right now. And I'd still yeah. be excited about it. Yeah. I love all they three of these pull guys. It off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, I don't want Batista to come back and win the Royal Rumble like he did two <laughs> years ago. But I do love him. I'm excited for his speech. Oh, yeah. I am too. Hall of Fame. And he's out of there. We're oh. down to two. Triple H is John Cena. 29 and 30 right here. Main event into WrestleMania together. We're supposed to main event the next year. Shawn Michaels yeah. was the stand-in. Great history here. You know, the old guard versus the new guard kind of, you know. Really good stuff. One of them sitting in tan in bed recently. One of them hadn't because he's been rehabbing <laughs> his pack. This match has been Four. full of some great stare downs, though. You're yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. There All it is. All about the history. The sign. Yep. Yeah. Just, just so much packed into this match. The history and stuff. I, I really, I really love it. Oh, seeing it reminding Triple H that he tapped at yeah. WrestleMania. Perfect. Oh, I love that man. What a heel move. I love it though. It works. Man, I don't see a lot of. Uh, selfies right now in the in the audience because um iphones had just come out about six months before this so not even that maybe four months before this what i see a lot of digital cameras yeah for sure i do see digital cameras oh yeah not a lot of rolly ones kodak with the orange paper on them <laughs> rko t-shirt where is it where's randy orton randy orton i believe had a, a title match earlier oh yeah match. he's the world champion isn't yep. he yep 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 yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> His biggest fans in the front row. Look at that guy. RKO hoodie. He hates <laughs> loves, Cena. Yeah, he hates him. Loves Triple H. This is great, man. Again, you would never have called, oh, yeah, John Cena's going to win because you didn't know he was going to be no, there. No one This is such a surprise. And look, again, the last time MSG was this hot was, was when we were there at WrestleMania in 2004 <laughs> yeah. For, yeah. for him. He opened the show that night. You can't see me. There it is. Love it, man. Oh, good stuff. And another, Throwing them up. I mean, another just great match ending the Royal Rumble, much yeah. like last year. Yeah. Really is a little miniature match. It doesn't have quite the epic, you know, history of Sean and Taker, but um, it's really cool. These guys have history. Yeah. It's just not a decade long. It's, you know, a couple years long. Ooh, double down spot here. We go, who is that referee? Oh, I my. I can't tell. I don't know. Maybe it's Seth Rollins' disciple from Monday. I don't know. <laughs> Never seen him. We're planting the seeds here in 2008. <laughs> yeah, Seth Rollins was like 22. <laughs> It's our age. That's right. <laughs> and Man, I remember reading the results of this rumble either that night or the next morning, and just I couldn't believe. No, it. I was yeah blown away, shocked as all get out. Was that right back in the audience? Oh man. Yeah, man. Skip Sheffield. All right, Triple H got a boot to the face from Cena. Got him on Cena the shoulders. Went, 
attitude adjustment, trying it. Triple H pulling out his inner Ultimate Warrior, shaking the ropes, <laughs> or Montez Ford, <laughs> DDT. Uh, nobody shakes the ropes like Montez Ford or uh, Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> Tell you that much. That's right. <laughs> the best to ever do it. <laughs> the two best. Uh, man. Triple H. Who's going to win this? Going for his second ever win in the Royal Rumble. It'll be what, six years? Six, six years, years since he won apart. the first time? Yep. We covered that one on here when uh, Undertaker and Maven had their mm-hmm. throwdown in the middle of that one. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very it was. Fun. Coach and Cole were asleep over there. Must not be calling this match. <laughs> must be Cole. Or must be King and Jr. I yeah. assume. Yep, you can see it. All right, pedigree attempt again. Oh, attitude adjustment. And he's out. Oh man, John that's great. Cena wins his first and look ever at that crowd. Rumble. Oh man, super Cena cyborg prototype. This man is not human, ladies and gentlemen. Came back from a torn peck. He's pointing at it right now. Look at that. Great stuff. I love it. Really fun here. Great storytelling. Yep. Great action in the ring. That flew by. Yeah, it did. Great stuff. His first Royal Rumble win. He'll win another one. He will. Uh, yep. That is his first one. Triple H will also win another one. And Good again, stuff. Just playing the crowd like a fiddle here. Mm-hmm. Beautiful storytelling all the way through. It's just like, man, he came back so early from that. Because it was, what, end of August or mi- mid-September yeah, when he was, was gone? I think right before the Unforgiven. Yeah. Right before the Unforgiven pay-per-view because that's when Triple H and Randy Orton had those uh-huh. two matches that night. So, yeah, it was right before Unforgiven. That, that Monday, actually, he tore it in that match. For a pay-per-view. So, yeah. Great stuff. Again, Taker hung in there forever. Good stuff, man. Really dug it. Yeah, I agree. Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, both with a great performance. Both in there for, man, probably about 35, 40 minutes. Both those yeah. guys up into the mid-20s in there from the one and two spot. So, no shame in that game to Mm-mm. make it that far. John Cena, the second man, second man in a row to win from number 30 spot as well. Uh, that was, <laughs> yeah. you know, I thought that was kind of lame. Uh, you know, just the fact that Undertaker did it first last year and then Cena does it right afterward. But then, I understand. Yeah. You, you, oh, it made sense. You so, can't yeah. beat that reaction when Cena comes no. out there. So You couldn't have had him come out like 25. Nah, it, wouldn't, it, wouldn't it wouldn't have been the same. Yeah, you're right. So it was good. Pyro's going off. Good stuff here. Well, John Cena's head to WrestleMania in a world title match, but The Undertaker will be as well, despite losing that. And we'll tell you how we get there on next week's episode as we keep this podcast rolling, rolling, rolling onto the last ride with the big speed bump on the road to WrestleMania that is No Way Out 2008, the Elimination Chamber match. Undertaker's first time stepping into the chamber against five other opponents. This is going to be a fun one to cover as well. We've got that for you next week on the pod, but we want to hear from you about this week. We want to hear your thoughts on this Royal Rumble match. Um, Honestly, I'd say this match... I enjoyed this Rumble match overall more than last year's. Uh, the finish yeah. for last year's incredible all-timer, but mm-hmm. this match flew by, man. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely. It flew by a lot of good action. Again, my only complaint is seriously just the amount of people in it at certain points, you know? There's no need to have more than 10 guys in the ring that long. But again, really loved it. Good stuff. A lot of big names in it early, big names in it in the middle, obviously big names at the end. So, you know, it was really, really, really well done. So hats off to Pat Patterson or whoever put that together. So, Absolutely. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts on it as well. A few of you chimed in on Twitter. At Rachel underscore struck one said... They loved MSG not knowing if they should cheer or boo when Cena shows up at number 30. <laughs> uh, you know, we mentioned that as well. Um, at Immon Dragon 960. Oh, yeah, I didn't mean to steal the thunder from her. I no, didn't no. see those comments. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, Immon Dragon 961 said, This Undertaker Shawn Michaels feud was so great. Love the storytelling for this and in two years leading into Mania. Uh, it said he still counts all that with, along with the Triple H feud as this big, long, epic feud. Completely Certainly. And then Randy Turco at Pokey's Little Dog. If you'll remember at last year's WrestleMania, that's when, or excuse me, last year's Royal Rumble, he was dancing around B-dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> on the first date with his future wife. And he said him and Deanna... <laughs> They went back to the same B-dubs for 2008 World Rumble. It became a tradition, much like the Rose Bowl. And uh, <laughs> he said he was disappointed Undertaker was number one because he knew for sure he would not repeat from that spot. But the storyline with HBK was pretty neat. And he actually had the opposite reaction from last year's Royal Rumble because when Cena emerged at number 30, he was so angry. He needed an extended break from Cena at that time, and he left the restaurant in silence after he won. So Wow. <laughs> from dancing in the conga line for the Undertaker's win to leaving in silence when John Cena wins. Dang, two sides that's crazy. Of the spectrum there. Yeah, two sides <laughs> of the coin, man, right there. Hey, that's what wrestling will do to you, though, man. It'll put you in the highest of highs and the lowest of lows sometimes if you're really into it, so it's all about that's what it's all about and it's all about us heading to new york <laughs> next week as well you and i are both so excited uh, oh yeah by the time we do next week's episode well it'll be after next week's episode you'll get here to atlanta we'll fly up to new york for the big event meet and greet with the undertaker again if you're headed there as well we'd love to meet with you love to shake your hand grab a drink whatever we'll hang out uh, we'll be in New York for less than 24 hours, but uh, we want to make the most of it while we're there. And it's daylight savings changing time. Oh, so lose an hour. Who cares? We can sleep when we're dead. Exactly. Uh, but we, That's the only time I sleep. We'll, uh, <laughs> I'm sure we'll have some great stories from that. We'll be posting all that on social media. So be sure to follow us along Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Talking Taker on all those platforms. And you know, if you wear one of our Talking Taker shirts available at tpublic.com, there's probably just enough time to get it before that big event. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you wear one of those in your picture with The Undertaker, we will send you out a special limited edition fan pack here from Talking Taker. Uh, we got one guy, Jeremy Bagley. He's taking us up on it. He's got it. We're actually going to see him in New York and get to meet yeah. him. But if anyone else wants to do it, that offer always stands out there, guys. Absolutely, it does. We'd love to meet up with some of you creatures of the night and fans that have been following us. Even if this is your first episode you've ever listened to, we want to hear from you. We want to see you. We want to meet you, especially those of you who've been here from the get-go or from the start. You know, we definitely want to meet you guys. And So, yeah, take us up on that offer. We'd love to hang out with you. 
uh, and see you. Just give you a give you a self high five or whatever it is. Whenever we can get a cage match with DDP and Canyon, we'll see. But uh, right, yeah, be join, sure y'all join us next week. We'll, we'll talk about whatever might happen at the Super Showdown in Saudi Arabia. If there's an Undertaker mm-hmm. sighting, any big news heading into WrestleMania, be sure to stay tuned as we talk about that. And uh, man, do you you want to share anything about your trip to California? Oh, I got a picture of the Walk of Fame with LL Cool J, Star, and Vincent Manstar. And I was telling you before we started recording, like, I wasn't looking for them. I was just literally looking at the ground as I walked through the the streets of Hollywood. And uh, those are two I happened upon. And I uh, think it was God smiling down on us and saying, you know what? Here's a little blessing for me. Well, take a, <laughs> take a muscle right bound, Take a muscle bound man, drop his face in the sand. So I loved it, man. Had to post that, but... Yeah, really cool trip to uh, California. We filmed a commercial. My family did. My daughter won a contest. So anyway, if you want to get personal, I can share more about that later on. But um, once the commercial comes out. But yeah, really cool once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for my family to go to California. And we had a great time. We're gone for eight days. And yeah, so we had to record this a little bit early. Or that at last week's episode a little early. And this one we're kind of recording at the, the 11th hour here. So hopefully we can get it edited and get it out on time. But uh, yeah. I appreciate you guys for hanging in there with us. And, uh, yeah, coast to coast, man. California last week, New York next week. So looking forward to it. And no rest for the wicked. Of course, you wore a Talking Tiger shirt in the commercial, right? Uh, I would love to have, but the, uh, it was frowned upon by the uh, the wardrobe lady. She actually put me in a shirt. And she put me in an outfit I could have brought myself. It was a gray and blue checkered like flannel shirt. From the Gap and or from Old Navy and like a pair of Gap jeans, which my wife was like, "You like what? Like that's Travis. That's already him. Like, you didn't have to put him in that." Like, I don't know. It was that's funny. Yeah, I would have loved this board talk to take a shirt in that in that uh, commercial, but could not could not pull it off. I don't have any Hollywood pull just yet, so we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, you so. know, I'm sure it'll lead to something out of this. Yeah, your next oh, yeah. role will come out of this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, while you were there, like we said at the beginning, I did get to go see AEW Dynamite here in Atlanta with my brother-in-law, Buck, uh, who went to WrestleMania with me a couple years ago. And, you know, obviously no Undertaker there, but I will uh, just recommend, highly recommend getting to go see AEW Live to fellow wrestling fans out there if you get the chance. They put on an incredible night of wrestling entertainment. Um... Like I've said on here before, I'm not following a lot of current product nowadays, but they did a great job of showing video packages before the show started and during the commercial breaks, so you knew who every guy was, you knew what every storyline was, and they did a lot of things that we talk about on this show all the time, Travis, as far as long-term storytelling, like slow builds, this whole Cody Rhodes, MJF thing, something Mm -hmm. builds to it every single week. You know who the heel is. You know who the baby face is. It's just basic, simple, Wrestling. old school stuff, but it works. Yeah. Uh, but then they do some new school stuff, like uh, the Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, Lucha Bros match was wild, 2020-style wrestling, and it was awesome, too. It was really, mm-hmm. really fun to watch these guys doing these crazy, intricate spots. And uh, the crowd was incredible all night long, man. Very, very fun night certainly good stuff and maybe one day we can see that together or yeah, see another wrestling to show together so time. want to do it oh i would like to recommend the big show on the broken skull sessions with with um 
Steve Austin, you know, we've mentioned pretty much everybody that he's interviewed has a connection to Taker. And uh, Big Show talks, you know, not too in-depth, but he does talk about Taker taking him under his wing and chewing him out. And we talked about that on these episodes here about how he would, instead of walking up the ramp to the back, he would walk to to the side of the ramp just to catch his breath and just to get his mind in the right place because he knew that Taker was about to chew him out for all the stuff he did wrong. So he said Taker was really hard on him, but it was good because he was... He's hard on him because he cared, you know. So, really cool to hear any story about Taker from back in those days. So, that was a really cool story, really cool moment. Yeah, out there. all of those Broken Skull session interviews are top notch. Well yeah. worth your nine ninety nine a month for the WWE Network. Definitely go check those out. And uh, yeah, man, that's it. That's it. That's all. Uh, oh, I was gonna say my two picks for future potential Undertaker opponents out of AEW. If uh, he ever makes that leap over to AEW from WWE, you know, the unlikely scenario. (laughs) Luchasaurus. Would love Love to see him up there against the Undertaker. (laughs) And uh, maybe Chris Statlander. Because uh, she busted out a little tombstone ski. Uh, That's a little tweaked tombstone was her finisher. Kind of holds their legs up. So maybe uh, Galaxy's Greatest Alien versus the Undertaker one day. There you go. Who knows? We'll probably never see either one of those, but nope, I wouldn't. Not at all. No, maybe a gimmick battle royal in like 2050. We'll see Luchasaurus and Taker in there. And Taker just needs a paycheck, so he's eating too much barbecue. But anyway, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you were there at MSG uh, for Royal Rumble 2008, we would love to hear your firsthand accounts of this, uh, the way the match started. You know, just the the mirror image of, of of the year before, and just the way the match ended with Cena's wild, unprecedented like return from injury. Um, just so cool. We'd love to hear your your account from that. So, and uh, yeah, we'll be in the Big Apple in a couple weeks, and we look forward to seeing some of you there. And other than that, ladies and gentlemen, take her easy. Are you ready? <laughs> Madison Square Garden, New York City, USA. Are you ready? For the sold-out, standing room only, thousands in attendance here at the Garden, and the millions watching around the world. Ladies and gentlemen, let's get ready to rumble!